Hello, beautiful people. You're welcome to the Boostability Podcast with Mary Day, a personal development coach, where every Saturday I'll share with you simple cutting edge tools and techniques that will help you build an identity that fosters influence, impact, and income. Yeah, in today's podcast, I'll be sharing with you a topic I tag factors that affect productivity. Gang, gang, gang. Yeah, factors that affect productivity. There are main four factors that affect productivity, and I will be explaining them one after the other. The first one is inability to say no. Inability to say no. A lot of a lot of people are in this capacity. They they don't know how to say no. They just don't know how to say no. Okay, I used to have a friend. Um, I used to have a friend who. The issue we both of us always have is this person doesn't know how to say no. And um, he, <clears throat> back then in school, actually, um, he, 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 he's a very good, he's very good at what he does. So um, this, this person used to take private tutorials just as much as I do. But then I used to share though, I, I know how I, I don't, I don't say yes to everybody. But this is my friend who say yes to everybody that says, "Oh, okay, please, I want to book you for a for a, for private coaching. Can you can you coach me? There's a particular course I don't really understand. Can we have time to add together?" And then he would say yes to every one of them. Now imagine like saying ten yes to ten people that are giving him the same time, and then. All of them will not be chasing him. You will not be running up and down. And then I will tell him, you are the cause of this. You don't want to offend people. You keep telling them yes. And then it means that um, for like, if you are saying for one to two on Tuesday, you might have fixed that time for four persons. How do you intend to do it? And they want to have personal coaching. They don't want to have it as a group. You're not going to kill yourself. That's not how you can do that. You end up offending people. And then you not tell them, I'm sorry, I'm very sorry, sorry. Okay, I'm going to reschedule you. And the time you're going to give to them, I'll be giving it to somebody else. So you keep clashing on people. And it's not, it's not a good thing. Yes, you don't want to offend them, but you end up offending them. So always learn to say no. If you want to be productive as an entrepreneur, as a student, as a business-oriented person, as um, an individual who desires to grow beyond the level of the level he or she is, you need to learn to say no when necessary. Yes, you need to. There's a quote that says, "If you want more time." freedom and energy sit start saying no just like the case of this my friend if you want more time freedom and energy start saying no that's an anonymous quote anyways now just like my friend he doesn't have more time to himself why because he keeps giving people the time keeps clashing so you would you overwork yourself you would end up being stressed you end up not fulfilling your promises and you end up offending people so which one is better it's better to politely say no or or um no please i'm booked for that time or no please i'll be having my personal um um, Richard at that time you know there are a lot of times I had spoken with people and um, for a particular reason probably I want to invite them for an event or something and then they will tell me politely no I don't pick offense with certain it's better they are polite than they're being 
that they being um being 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 pretentious about it and then they will tell me yes and at the end of the day they will not be able to show up there was a time i was um to, i was invited for a particular um for a particular program to to for a particular program but then when i looked at the schedule I, it was a particular time. It was it was the exact time I fixed my retreat for, and what if I'm whatever time I'm using for my retreat, I don't accept any proposal, and then I said no, I said no politely, and it was as though as you want to miss this kind of opportunity, but then I have a plan already. If you don't, if you don't learn to always plan yourself, if you always, you end up being looking like you're a greedy person. You're greedy, or you're like, oh, this kind of offer. Okay, let me shoot my retreat. Let me shoot. Oh, you're shooting yourself on the leg. You don't have to be that way. Just be organized. See, it's better you say no. If they really value you, they can reschedule you. That's it. So you need to learn those simple, simple things. Learn to say no. But when you say no, ensure you're saying no in a polite way. You don't have to say no in a rude way. Fine, I tell you. Look at. Let's look at these two scenarios. When 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 you ask me, oh Mary, uh, may I have your pen, please? And then I say no. And then I say, okay. Um, but no, please. I would like to use it right now. But then, if you could check back in 30 minutes time, I'll be done with it. Now, which of them do you think is better? The first one, I just said no, 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 drop it. No, 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 I want to use it. No, 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 no. I'm not giving you. No, go and get yours. Some can even be as real as no, go and get yours. Oh, really? That's that's way too harsh and that's way too rude. There are better ways to go about no. <clears throat> Always learn to use the word please, maybe please, no please, yes please. It makes it sound more cautious, makes you sound more cautious, and then it's more polite that way. So you, you just ensure you say no in a in a polite way, in a very very polite way, and then and you keep enjoying your life, keep living. Don't always give a yes to everything. Don't give a yes when your heart is saying no. You're going to shoot yourself on the leg. You don't need that. <laughs> All right. Um, there's a Pythagoras says, and I cut the oldest, softest words, yes and no, are those which require the most thought. Let me say that again. The oldest, shortest words, yes and no, are those which require the most thought. You don't just say yes because you have to say yes or because you think you should say yes. Always give a thing true yes yes and no don't just say yes and no because you should just give a, a rapt answer you need to carefully think through before you give the word yes or give the word no because that's an that's it's it's a positive and negative response so that's why <clears throat> when you give yes that's an affirmation it means that you are saying yes your yes is your yes and your no is your no or your yes should be your yes your no should be your no so it means i can hold on to your yes i can hold on to your no if you know me personally i'm somebody that is very skeptical when it comes to the use of the word yes and the use of the word no i will not give you yes on if I am not sure of my yes, and I will not give you no if I'm not sure of, of my no. Why? Because I know that it can be used, it can be held on. I personally, I hold on. When you tell me yes, 
I I accept that as an affirmation. So I don't expect you to tell me yes when you're not yet, when you've not concluded or when you're not sure when you're not certain about a particular thing. So when you give me your yes, I take it as yes. And when you give me your no, I take it as no. One key to successful relationships is learning to say no without guilt so that you can say yes without resentment. That's what Bill Crawford says. You know, one key to successful relationships is learning to say no without guilt. You don't have to say no with guilt. No, you don't have to. That's your decision. It's a decision to either say yes or no. So never feel guilty when you say no. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people end up saying yes, even when they want to say no, because they begin to feel guilty. Oh, if I say no, I'm going to break our heart. If I say no, I'm going to break his heart. <laughs> All right. You don't have to be like that. Don't because you don't have to break your own heart because you don't want to break his or heart. Learn to say yes when necessary and learn to say no when necessary. Ensure that you are saying that in line with your mindset, in line with your conclusion. Don't say what is contrary to what your thought is. Never do that. Or else you end up shooting yourself on the leg. And I definitely know that you wouldn't want to do that intentionally. So don't hurt yourself because you want to please please somebody else. It's not, it's not a good thing for you. It's not a good thing for you at all. All right, another thing is disorganization. Disorganization. A lot of people are very disorganized. And this is one thing that affects productivity. When you want to be productive, you want to be productive at what you do, please learn to be organized. That's why um, I'm, I, I like talking about planning. Planning. Planning helps you to be organized. Planning helps you to, to schedule your time. Let's do, helps you to, to be time conscious. Helps to reduce stress. It helps to keep you focused. In fact, I cannot start listing all the attributes of of um, planning and that's as to with organization learn to be organized don't be jagged you're going for an interview and then you are going so all, all worked up you're going you're you're, you're ah, that's not a good one it's not a good one at least learn to be productive to be um, organized so that you you'll be productive that is one thing that helps you in life let me give you this scenario. There was this person that went for an interview. And then when this person was going, um, sorry, not for an interview, person had um, a meeting, proposal to present, a person had a presentation, okay? And um, when the person was going, the person actually forgot the, the person forgot the documents at home. Imagine what a costly mistake. And she didn't realize this not until when it was few minutes to enter the conference room. Oh my, she was so jagged. And then she was like, oh my God, what's this tension, this tension, that. And then she was like, what would I do? You know what she did? She just, she just, she was so, my hair was so rumpled and all of that. She was so scattered. She was just so disorganized and everything. And then she just, when it was her turn to come present, she just went. And then she got there. She started shivering. She was just with a laptop. She was just pressing a laptop. Yes, display. Now, yes, projector. Now, display your display your slide. She was just looking. She could not say anything. She was dumbfounded. But you know that there are better ways to that. I am not saying um, always um, 
it's a good thing to forget your things but even to every problem there's a solution that few minutes he had she could have quickly she she could have quickly um browsed out some information definitely if she had prepared that project on her own if she had prepared that proposal on her own it shouldn't really be a big deal she although to create a new draft she might not create it exactly the way she had done before but you know it might even be better well maybe because of the tension and all of that it might not be as good as that but it should definitely come up with something see when you're in the midst of tension when you're in the midst of problems don't always surrender don't always surrender let me give you a personal experience there was a time um i was working and then we were to be at my place of work they used to do this accreditation every four years every four years and then it was um, i was as of then i was the youngest i was the um i was the latest staff I, i was just using about almost a year and then it was time for accreditation and then they already announced it to all the staff that are okay government will be coming here to accreditate us and every hod's will be asked certain questions everybody that is accosted to have a major responsibilities and then <clears throat> i was opportune to be a part um, to be to be amongst the hod's okay then and then i was I was like, okay. And then I saw the way everybody was just walking like, hey, comment officials, hey, comment officials, hey, comment. And then I was like, ah, what's happening? Why, why they all walked up? Why they, they were like, ah, these people, they can disgrace you. They can do this. They're going to check your work. They're going to check your CV. They're going to check what you've been doing. They're going to ask you a lot of questions and all of that. And then I was like, hey, she needs to ask questions. Hey, are you answer? What if you don't know the, do you do, what if you don't have an answer to a question? They say, ah, you must have answer to every question because it's like a defense because you're defending your company you're defending your defending your organization and then i was like okay all right and then the way they were saying it at some point i was beginning to get skeptical about it because like hey hey what's all this hey i'm going to be part of the people that they are going to ask questions and then i was like oh, okay so hey you know i didn't even know what to think and then fear wanted to creep in but i told fear i said hey mister you are in the wrong zone because as far as i'm concerned i'm going to go there i'm going to do what i have to do i'm going to leave successfully that's what i said i just said it like i just said it but then i had i really meant it i really meant it so when it was the day the d day hey the d day <laughs> okay the staff came early to school you needed to see it came early to work rather you needed to see the way everybody was dressed everybody was really cute. i was like hey hey wow this everybody everybody really cute up you see they were they were wearing a nice fragrance everybody was really dressing fantabulous and i wasn't left out either <sighs> all right so but then you guys are dressing very beautifully you're looking very beautiful you're looking very cute you're looking very handsome but then your faces are like hey what's going to happen hey what's going to happen hey what's going to happen so when these people came in as they entered through the gate like this people started panting up and down they said ah you know that that um encounter alone that that you want to make me scared and then i was like is this thing really serious is it is it as serious as this and then everybody was just walking up and down they were just going up and down so people were just visiting the restroom they're just going out coming in <laughs> it was a very funny experience and then i was like what is really happening i don't understand and then 
uh, how, if I go and meet this one, so say, please, 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 I'm, I'm having personal time. Ah, I'm going to meet this one, so say, ah, hey, hey, I don't want to talk too much. And I'm going to meet that, and I'm going to be like, ah, hey, you know what? Um, just give me some of that, just give me for some few minutes. And then I was like, hey, this thing is getting serious. So if I get serious, I, I think I'm, only, I'm the only one serious person here because I don't. <laughs> Maybe because I've not had the experience before or something. I didn't I just didn't know. But then when the first person went, that was when I knew it was really serious. It was a serious thing. When the first first guy went, they were supposed to spend about um 20 minutes thereabout, which per person each, each they're not gonna meet all staffs actually, but there's some this particular sector and that I belong to that sector that they were going to interview us. They, at least if you are in charge of a sector you are going to be interviewed but there's a particular aspect there's a particular field they are very much important they are very much um considering that they are considering about so they are really considering that aspect and so i belong to that that um aspect that field also as well so it means that i would definitely be scrutinized <laughs> all right so when the first person went he belongs to that field too so it was supposed to use like 20 minutes with him Hey, so they were just 40 minutes counting. They were still with this guy. I now, I now, I now used that. I now walked down. I walked through. I walked past his office, and then I saw the way this guy was sweating profusely. And he was like, "Hey, this is really serious." So, so that I now, you know what I did? I now ran to the restroom. <laughs> I went to the restroom. I was like, "Hey, what's happening?" I now told myself. I said, "You know what? You have been calm from the beginning." You are not gonna allow um few minutes um few, few minutes fear, few minutes frustration and all that. I just told myself, I said, see, you have peace like a river. You have been peaceful. You're gonna continue pe- being peaceful. You know what? You're gonna gather, you're going to achieve your success, you're gonna answer every question you have been asked, and you're gonna come out successfully. In fact, you'll be favored. I just told myself that. And then I got out of the restroom. I went to my office and then I began to declare positive words. I began to declare positive words boldly. Before I knew what happened, I became as bold as a lion again. I gained, ba- I gained back my firmness. I gained back my boldness. And then I was confident enough to face them. So after they left this guy, they went to somebody else again. So after this somebody else, they spent a lot of time with that person. And then they entered my own place so i was the third person they visited <laughs> so when they came to my place the first thing they my boss entered with them my boss just said oh marking day and then i was like sir with a beautiful smile and confidence you know, your man was not like do you know that when they were checking through the cvs they complimented you they said they like the like they said they like your profile and then I was like, oh, thank you very much, sir. And then I was, and I faced them. I was like, thank you, sirs. You know, I said it in a quite hilarious way. And then I smiled. They all smiled. You know, those government officials that their faces are always strong. And then they all smiled. And then what, the next thing, the next person, so one of them just asked me. And I said, are you, are you a northerner? And then I was like, oh, do you, have you once lived in north? I said, no. I was like, oh, you sound quite like one. And I was like. How do I sound like a northerner? I just said that in my mind, and then I was like, "Well, probably this is a way God wants to use to 
come come um, bring favor true to my to my path and then I was I, I was mad I was like oh okay I, I never knew that but well maybe maybe so and then I just smiled I just said that way and then one that man asked me a question in Awusa like I don't know I didn't know the response so that was how somebody just answered on my behalf before I knew what happened, what was supposed to be an interview, what was supposed to be an accreditation service, ended up being like a fun chat-to-chat, chit-chat thing. So then, even when they were asking me questions, it was now, it was in a friendly way. And then I was just answering those questions with confidence, you know, because they already set that atmosphere of peace for me. I was just answering, and then we were laughing. It wasn't so... It wasn't too free. It was. It still remained formal. Do you get it? It still remained formal. It was complete. It was hundred percent formal. But you know, you know, when you are in a formal gathering, in a formal interview, and then you can smile. It's not in all formal interviews you can smile. Some you ask rigorous question, and then you start swelling profusely. How do? How would you smile in that kind of in that kind of situation? But then mine was friendly from the beginning to the end. In fact, the way, when they were asking some questions, and I wasn't really. I wasn't really, the, some of the questions were quite advanced for me, but I just tried to use the knowledge I had had. I just had to mix it up and then they would, they had a way of still coming in to re-explain to me. And then I was like, this is God in action. Like, they say, yes, you have a point. However, you know that it could be, it could be, you could be more explained like this. And I was like, uh-uh. Are you guys for real? And then, at the end of the whole interview, it ended up very sweet. In fact, I was the, they used the, the shortest shortest time with me. They used the shortest time with me and it was a beautiful one. At the end of the day, when they were going to accredit they said I was, they tagged me as the best staff. Remember I told you I was the youngest staff as at, I was the latest staff. And I guess I was even the youngest staff. I guess I was the youngest staff as at then. So, let's just say that. That was favor. But, you know, aside from favor, the fact that I was organized, the fact that I was gathered. So, even in the place of tension, even in the place of failure, learn to be organized. Learn to be gathered. Don't learn to be jagged. Don't be too relaxed. Don't be too... Don't, don't give up. Don't be too free. Like, oh, I know I failed already. So... Even at that dying minute, there are things you could still do. All right, there are things you could still do. Learn to be organized. Yes, another thing, another factor that could affect productivity is stress and fatigue. Stress and fatigue. When Dana says, and I quote, you can always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. Let me repeat that. She says, you can't always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. Yes, what goes on outside, you cannot really control it. But what goes on inside, you definitely can control it. You can control the water, your water intake, your fruit intake, your food intake, and all of those things. So, you need to be intentional about what you take in. Your health is wealth. Learn to reduce stress. Learn to... See, if you're organized, automatically, if you're an organized person... It will help you to reduce level of stress and fatigue. Eckhart Tolle says in a quote, Stress is caused by being here but wanting to be there. You are here but you're wanting to be there. You want to be all around that. There are some people that they don't like to share responsibilities. They just want to be everywhere. When you want to be everywhere, you definitely cannot control stress. 
there's something about you just have to allocate responsibility to people. You have to bring in people to assist you. You have to share share your responsibility. That's the that's the essence of team. Together, everyone achieves more. Don't always want to be the one to achieve the success alone. No, these are the things that causes stress and fatigue. All right, it is one thing that is very important to take note of. The time to relax is when you don't have time for it. I love this quote by Sidney J. Harris. The time to relax is when you don't have time for it. When you don't have time for it, that's when you have to relax. That time whereby you're so chucked up and then you're like, you don't have, don't have time, I don't have time, I don't have time. That's when you have to create time because you have a tight schedule. schedule. If you continue that pitch, you might break down. So that's why you need time. You need to create time out of no time. The greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. Greatest weapon against stress is our ability to choose one thought over another. There's sometimes where you need to choose thoughts that are more relieving. There's some thoughts, there's some thoughts that um, that you're going to select that would stress be more of stressful um, out, um stressful output you don't really need such or you if you if you must go through that path you can break it down that's why you know um in my last podcast i talked about scheduling scheduling daily having a daily plan if you have a daily plan that's a breakdown so it helps you but if you say you want to achieve you have to achieve these five things in just one day how but if you say you want to achieve this one thing in a week or probably in two weeks definitely you have enough time to stretch it out because you have all the engagement too you have your spiritual life your physical physical life you have a financial life you have your marriage life you have your emotional life you have your psychological life you have all of this to attend to so that's why you don't have to choke your just choke yourself up with just one particular thing you're doing that was said by williams jones williams james rather and the last thing i'll be talking about as a factor that affects productivity is unclear objective some people don't have they start projects without having clear objective that's a very wrong thing to do always have a clear objective don't start a project without having a clear objective it's not good it's good it could mar your progress know what you want it's difficult to attain a goal that is unclear it's difficult to attain a goal that's unclear when the goal is not clear how do you achieve it summer beckett says and i quote if i don't know where you're currently standing Sorry, if you don't know where you're currently standing, you are dead. <laughs> oh my God, this is quite funny, but it's the truth. If you don't know where you're standing, which you're dead. It's only a dead man that doesn't know where he's standing. It's only a dead man that doesn't know. Yeah, so it means if you don't know where you're standing, if you don't have an objective, that's what he's trying to say, actually. You're dead. <laughs> that's quite funny. All right. But think through it. That's, it's actually the very truth. It's the very truth. Why would you tell me you're standing, but you don't know where you're standing? How? How is that possible? No, it's not possible. I think goals should never be easy. They should force you to work, even if they are uncomfortable at the time. That's a place of stretching out of your comfort zone. Jawahar Nehru says, and I quote, Failure comes only when we forget our ideas and objectives and principles. When you forget your ideals, when you forget your objectives, and when you forget your principles, you are prone to failure. You might end up being, you might end up failing. Why? Because you're just walking. Imagine just driving without a, without a direction. Doesn't make sense. No. So always don't drive your 
car don't drive your vision without a direction have a direction have a clear vision have a clear picture have a clear objective and have a clear principle that would guide you while you run through your vision by recording your dreams and goals on paper you set in motion the process of becoming the person you must want to be you know when you record your dreams and goals on paper just as the, the scripture says up in abacook that write down your visions you know when you write down your visions number one you tend not to forget it you can easily go back to it it's on paper you can if and even when a person dies and the vision has been written somebody else like us um uh, like the successor successor of the person can pick up the vision and keep and keep it running so writing down your dreams and goals on paper you set in motion the process of becoming the person you most want to be put your future in good hands which is your own so by doing that you put your future in good hands learn to put your future in good earned i hope you got value so i talked about the four factors that affect productivity number one i said inability to say no i said always learn to say no when necessary i said talked about this organization learn to be a planner learn to be organized you could draft out your daily plans it helps you to be more organized and in the place of tension in the place of place where you've made errors don't allow the error don't allow fear creeping through the error try to gather yourself put yourself together and keep the ball rolling stress and fatigue learn to reduce stress and fatigue how do you reduce stress and fatigue i told you you have to learn to manage time you have to learn to relax and exercise you have to be positive and then um, you have to be organized okay and lastly i talked about unclear objective let your objectives be clear things you want to achieve let it be clear and you could and ensure you also write down your vision this is very necessary I hope you guys got value. It was a very beautiful experience speaking with you guys. If you got value, I'd like to get your feedbacks. Thank you for listening. Bye.